0: You can find it on my website at one rental at a time.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, how you doing today? It is Tuesday eight o'clock Pacific, and that means we bring on one of our newest experts and one of a fan favorite already. Welcome Matt Hawkins to the show. How you doing, buddy?
1: Hey, I'm doing awesome, Mike. Super excited to be with you again.
0: Tuesdays are actually something I look forward to now. Oh, I appreciate that. And again, I, yeah. I'm, I mean everything I say. So you you very quickly became a fan favorite. I don't know if you take the time to go back and look at some of the comments, I do. but. But uh, yeah, people are, people love you. So congratulations. Appreciate that.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, honestly, you've got a really smart audience uh, for that reason, uh, just even that reason alone. Yeah. But uh, you've, got a, you've got a really smart audience, which is great because they want to learn. And guys, this is part of doing the work. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> the toughest thing for me that I've shared in my first uh, first interview was I didn't have a mentor. Yeah, That was very hard for me. And so YouTube and being what it is now, I mean, when I started, it was in 2000, you know, YouTube wasn't a thing and I couldn't watch nonstop people talking about their experiences and how I could learn from that and save myself money and save myself the lessons. You know, I'm all about learning the lesson with somebody else's money. Um, you know, that's, that's kind of how you build what we've built. And so just to have the opportunity to, to be able to, you know, voice the experiences I've had that hopefully help people. That's what we're here for. You know, it's, it's, uh, We've always tried to give back, and I think that that's one of the things that why we've you know just had kind of that instant friendship is uh, you know just how we view people and we want to help other people. We've made it successful. This is what worked for us, and mm-hmm. you can glean any value from that. Awesome. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with that Mo.
0: Yeah. Now it goes by the name Go Giver. Uh, I've been doing this long before that kind of mantra came out. <laughs> sure. It just yeah, it just made it, it. I do it, and it's really this reason alone. And if it ever stops being this, I'll just shut YouTube down. It's because I feel better every day. I'm sure. happy. I'm happy when I go to bed.
1: Yep. Right? Yeah. That, that's where i mean, why. That's why I'm back, at. Right? Yeah, yeah
0: exactly.
1: Sure. And the other thing too is also give people some perspective. You know, I always try and look at things from a tenant's point of view mm-hmm. as well, you know, and our rule is, is that we won't own any property that we won't live in ourselves. Nice. Nice. Well, Hey, so we're, we always
0: do three topics. So this first one I've been excited about, cause you're the guy I wanted to talk to. You're kind of the East coast Zuber, if you will. And I go by Zuber with all my friends. <laughs> sure. So congratulations. Sure. You, you have a new, Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. and that love is, it. that is 2021 is I think setting up to be the perfect year to get your first four residential you know, real estate properties. Now you don't have to get four, but you're, you're on that path because I think we're going to have a, mi- I think we're going to have that perfect mix of rising inventory, rising interest rates. It's going to pull back demand of owner occupants today because they were kicking our butt in 2020. We're going to have rising 10 year note, which is going to cause cap rate expansion and multifamily and create all kinds of pain and nonsense in that area. Yep. And I'm like 30 year money, 30 year money below 4% should be a thing all year. Agreed. And, uh, you know, what I'm telling folks is do the work, do your homework, yep. learn your market. If you need help, I got that course, but let's get, let's get one this year. Cause I think yeah. it's going to be a
1: good year. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I think that, you know, do you really want to be the guy that gets an at bat with the bases loaded and two outs and you've had three at bats your entire life? Yeah. You do not want to be that guy because you have no idea what you're looking for. Exactly. So be know what you're looking for. And that it's, it's, you know, a thousand hours of preparation spread over, you know, months or years or whatever, mm-hmm. um, that turns into that moment of opportunity. You being able to capitalize. Yeah, and, and that's yeah. what has to be done.
0: Yeah, and again, what I'm very clear. I see. Been, it's funny. I, I so two things. I said January first. I think interest rates are going to rise. It's now the 12th, and my broker is already telling me they're up a quarter point. Okay, oh, yep. that's a yep. Fed rate tightening. Yeah. You know, I've been doing this for a while. So I got that one right. And And that's fast. Oh, dude, that's way. That's really fast. That's fast. Yeah. Yeah. And the next one is inventory rise. I haven't really seen it much in my market, but I've got two texts yesterday from students going, it's already happening. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Now it's, you know, it's early. They're they're in Midwest markets. So it's, you know, snow maybe is causing, you know, you, you don't know yet. Yep. A single point does not make a trend, but it's at least interesting, right? Two different markets. Um, yes. So I think inventory is rising, but to your point about a thousand hours, folks, you got to do the work now. Yeah. So if you don't do the work in January, February, March, you're not going to be ready for April. That's right. If you don't do the work now, you're going to gamble in April. And that's not what I'm about.
1: Nope. Nope. There's a reason why great poker players win a lot more than they lose. Exactly. Yeah. They've played the million hands you know, everything's got it. It's 10,000 hours to, you know, know, to be an expert in something it's, you know, a thousand hours to meet that upper or, or, you know, minute of opportunity. It's the, you know, playing uh, a 10,000 hands of poker to really understand, truly understand the game to be able to then better navigate and improve and Mm -hmm. fine tune. It's all of these things. Nothing is fast. Nothing is quick. Nothing is instantaneous. You have to make the decision and be disciplined in that and stay the course to end up where you want to end up. And I think, you know, to, to speak to your point about the inventory thing. So we had a multifamily hit, um, a, a, so a duplex actually. So we won't, you say multifamily because multifamily is a lot larger. Yeah, residential. We'll a, yeah. yeah, we'll call it residential duplex. Yep. Hit the market on Thursday. Their open house was on Saturday. Okay. They do fint, 15 minute increments and they were they were basically supposed to start at 10 a.m. and finish at one. Okay. They started at 10 a.m. They finished at 6 p.m. Oh my god! Every fifteen minutes, all day long, one person after another going in, or one group after another going in and looking at the property. Mm. The property is a three bed, one bath duplex. Okay. The rents on that property are going to be right around top of market. Is like twenty seven hundred is top of market. All right. They went on for three ninety nine. No. Twenty seven hundred dollars worth of rents. Three ninety nine. When I wow. did all the numbers with mortgage and our taxes here, the taxes on that building are uh, $700 a month. The taxes are $700 a month on that building. <laughs> so you had <laughs> everything in. You were, so just with even a 265, owner rock, right? Let's yeah. say it's an owner rock. 265, 700 bucks a month for taxes. Um, you figure insurance in there at about hundred bucks a month. When you're all said and done, your payment was going to be about 22, 2,300 $2, a month. That was before you got to any utilities, water, sewer, any of that stuff. and in our city that's expensive because it's old infrastructure because our city is 300 years old. Mm. You know our city was founded in 1675 or something. Wow. So our stuff is old, so it was put in a long time ago. <laughs> but you look at those numbers and you're 2,500 bucks a month on 2700 a month of income.
0: Yeah, you you fart and uh that's a negative yeah.
1: cash flow, right? And, and, yep, exactly. And oh by water the way, water, I killed yeah. myself for the year, right? Exactly. Like, and le-
0: yeah, and again, folks, I just I opened this by saying rates are up. If you didn't lock in that two six five, you're probably right. at two eight seven now and yep. you're done.
1: Yep. It's over. Exactly. Over. So I think the I think what we're seeing. So let's talk about affordability index. Yeah we cross that magic threshold. So now we're in the land of 05, 06 levels.
0: Wow. So, so it'd be interesting. So folks, again, if you don't what what affordability index, look it up. It's the thing that saved me. I wrote about it in my damn book. Where's my, Oh, actually I sent all my book. I don't even have a book anymore. Gosh, I got to go buy some more. <laughs> Anyways, book's called one riddle in Over time. Left hand shoulder. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. It's right there. <laughs> I usually show it, but I already, I don't have any more, um, sure. but the affordability index saved us. So I want to, I'm curious, so for me, the peak was like o seven, like o five o six was nutty, and that last year was pure greed, unhealthy, pure nonsense. So was o five o six your peak, or did you have one more year of just pure stupidity?
1: We had, oh, c- believe it or not, it was kind of o five o six kind of all went like this, like little waves, yeah, and then all of a sudden o eight st- whack. Clicked clicked up quickly. Okay, because stuff started to you know stuff started to sit on market and mm-hmm. re- price reductions, all the things that we see when things start to go sideways. Right, and so I think for us, you know, to that to that end, the way that New Hampshire tracks affordability because I think the the formula is very important, and I actually looked and California does it differently than, yeah. than New Hampshire does. Sure. So look at the math that makes up the affordability index now. Don't be ashamed. It might take you a day to really figure out how they're doing it and what that means. But that is the most important piece of work. I totally agree with with you on that, Mike, is that that affordability index is crucial. And in New Hampshire, the way that they measure it is they measure it as being the income equal to the price, uh, the, the income needed to, uh, to be qualified for a median income home based mm-hmm. on a median income income, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So the median income or the median price of a house versus the median income. Mm-hmm. And our number, uh, we went as high in 2011 and 2012 and 2013. We went as high as, we go zero to 300. Okay. That's how big our range was. Yeah. So in when you're at 300, you were literally 300% of the median income being the median house value. That's how crazy out of whack it went.
0: So so let me just, because again, folks, when you hear my videos, I talk about zero to 100, and my number is actually the smaller, the worse it is. So let's put this in context. So in New Hampshire, let's just say round numbers, you make 100K. Uh, how do I want to do this? So let's just say it takes, like baseline, it takes 100K to buy 100K house. Let's just yep. make it up. What you're saying is that 300, you have to make 300 grand to buy the average house.
1: So the other way around. So it was 300,000. Yeah. So it was basically the other way, which was our 300 number says that you are, that you have three times what you need to cover. Oh, the, the reverse. The- okay. The reverse. So our low number is still bad where we're trending right now. Oh, the high number
0: is good. Okay. Got the it.
1: high numbers. Yeah. So the high number is good. The low number is bad. Yep. So our low number right now. So in 05, 06, 07, we were bouncing around between one o five and one fifteen, which means that you're only five to fifteen percent greater your income yeah. than the cost of the, than what you need to qualify for median house. So no Got margin, it. right? Got it. Yeah, there's no, no margin to make a mistake. Yeah, gotcha. <clears throat> and that's when the market that's that affordability index, which is okay, if you make the median income or 5% or 15% more than that, you can afford the median house. Exactly. It was anywhere from 200 to 300. So you were making 2X what it took to buy the median house, which is where you want to be. Folks, you got
0: to learn the affordability index. for your I can't do it for you. I'm not going to do it for you. Go look it up. Um, My state is reported by CAR, California Association of Realtors, yours as well.
1: Ours is reported by, uh, yeah, I think it's like N-H-E-C-C or NHCCC. Yeah. So Yeah. It's 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 the realtors realtors association. Yeah. So
0: look up the realtor <laughs> association for your state. Again, realize it will be it very likely could be different than mine. Could be different than New Hampshire's. It will be. What I would tell you to do is look at 2000, 2005, 2010, 2015, and 2020. You got to figure out is it is it are you in a boring state and it's flat? It goes up just <laughs> like this. Are you in California or Las Vegas where it's like this? <clears throat> You know where are you because you you need to know when the market's in danger of overheating. That's what right. the affordability index for me, and I'm very clear, right? So in my market, when if it ever gets to 20, right? So again, my number is zero to 100 gets to 20, I I start looking to sell shit, uh, and if it, if yeah, it gets to so the teens, I'll, I'll sell everything.
1: Yeah. So in New Hampshire, the way it looks, and I look, I saw that report. I think you did an awesome job walking folks through that because that report certainly is different than most other States, but with New Hampshire, it's much the same. It is anything. If you're getting close to a hundred
0: run Luke run. Yeah, exactly. And folks, uh, just so we realize, if you haven't made this connection already, nothing could change. Incomes could stay the same prices could stay the same, but what did we talk about in the beginning interest rates went up a quarter point already. That's right
1: interest rates will impact this equation it's always yeah. about payment the nice thing is is that the states do a good job of accounting for rates yeah the they have to. yeah right the challenge is is when you have a 0.25 move and the new data isn't out yet yeah then what happens right because now yeah. you're making decisions based on last month's data and that's where it's you got to do your homework you got to see what's going on but when I saw that change in all honesty Mike it uh, it it I'm a math guy. I'm a numbers guy. I don't tell the numbers that they're wrong. Exactly. I, no,
0: that's not a good idea.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you don't understand. The stock is worth more. No, you don't understand math. It yeah. is what it is. It is what the market says it is. Yeah. And yeah. so that's what the. So for me, um, that for me was my signal that um, uh, the few single families I've been holding on to, it's time to let them go. There. So I mean, there you go. See. Right. When you see affordability get stretched, it's, you know, you, you have the ability
0: to get out. And again, what I did it last time, it's in the book. Right. Yeah. And again, I mean, it's, it's, it's just a fact, right? Everybody can look it up. I've talked about it a hundred times, 1818 North Strive East, 93703. I sold for 264 in 2006 or seven. It's not yep. back to that now. And it's been 15 years.
1: Yep. Right. Yeah. The affordability index of works. Yeah, it really does. I mean, even with and, and don't be, you know, when you get to that part where you're on the sell side, don't be afraid to leave a little bit on the table. Don't yeah. be an idiot. Don't try and catch a falling knife. Yeah. And like, again, yeah, my market went from 264 all the way to 300. I missed 10%. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, exactly. But, and that's the thing is it's not, it can't be the fear of missing out on a few points of profit. Mm-hmm. It needs to be I need to get this done before a major move occurs. Mm-hmm. And again, every market's different. Maybe we're entering this faster than others. Maybe it's because it's slight, has slightly to do with the fact that, you know, we have snow on the ground. We've already had, I think, 20 inches of snow this winter. So oh far. Oh my God. Um, yeah. I mean, we're, we're usually anywhere from 60 to 120. Oh. <clears throat> and so we, we've got a good clip, but usually it happens January, February, March. <clears throat> Those are more our winter months mm. um, as far as snowfall. Um, but yeah, just looking at the affordability. Of this, I mean, I let the numbers really make decisions for me. It makes it non-emotional. I would like to hold on to those properties. The problem that I have in holding on to those properties is I'm not going to wait. And to Mike's point, it took us how many years, Mike? It took us basically eight years off the bot to get off the bottom to where mm-hmm. we are now today. And now today is only between 15 and 20% higher than the peak of where we were in 07. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't want to wait 13 years for down and back up. So my question to myself is, do I want to own this property the next 13 years and do maybe a heating system, maybe a roof, maybe some windows, maybe some of these other larger capital improvements. Mm -hmm. Do I want to do that to see another 20% 13 years from now?
0: Right.
1: Or do I want to move on, create some, you know, create some war chest, you know, opportunity for myself and be ready for where I think they're going to be some of those multifamily and larger property movements in the yeah. next 12 to 18 months.
0: Yeah. So when you look at 2021, um, you're going to cash in some chips, clearly. Yep. Um, are you excited about 2021? Are you using 2021 as a year to kind of reset, retrend to get ready for an exciting 2022?
1: Yes. So both really, truly and honestly, okay. I think that <clears throat> there's you know, duplexes and triplexes and quads and some sixes and some eights and things like that, that I'm still pretty excited about. I don't want to sell because I can't find that deal. I can't find that deal. You know, what was really funny is, is I had an opportunity to buy a property, um, for 1.3. Um, and that was back in February before the, before the pandemic really hit. And I was just like, you know, I just think that's a little expensive for what it is. Yeah, And I said to that broker because I I believe in you reward you dance with the girl who brung you. Yep. And so any broker that brings me a deal, they're the they're the agent for the deal. I don't right. bring in any other agent. They're who gets the deal because they did the work of and course. they thought highly enough of me to bring me the deal. So I dance with the one who brung me. Yeah. Um, which is just good etiquette. Yep. Um, yep. And so uh, and that's a way to build your network. F Y I. Um, and so that worked out. So she came back to me and she said, Hey, you know, I talked with her and, and, and I said, great. I said, so I'd asked her, I said, can you reach out to her and see if she's interested? She came back to me and she said, well, the number's not one three. I was like, okay, I'm listening. She goes, it's higher. And I no. go, it's not, I said no to one three in February. I'm saying no to a higher number now because I'm not paying yeah. more money for a property. I didn't think was worth one three. Now the market over the temporary move in the market for nine months yeah. did not change my view of what the market's real intrinsic value is actually worth. Yeah. So I just said politely. I said I really appreciate you following up, but yeah, that's a no go for me. Uh, yeah. If she wants to talk about a lower number, we can have a conversation again. So
0: what was it? How many units at one, three, four, six, ten? Ten. Okay. All
1: right. 10. Yeah. Very cool. Which for us, the number for the longest time here, which was kind of a rubber stamp from a bank, was a hundred thousand a unit. Hmm. It was a hundred thousand unit in an apartment building. And because a lot of our apartment buildings, just so people know, a lot of our old stuff, when we say old, it's not 1970. When we say old, it's 1870. (laughs) So yeah, like I, I know how to do all those horrible things in these houses that when you open up a wall, you find the line for the gas lighting. Yeah. You know, and you find not, you find knob and tube wiring. Those are all things that you find in the, in the wonderful state of New Hampshire, you know? not 1870, not 1970. Yeah.
0: yeah that's yeah. old. It's like when petrified somebody, wood.
1: Yeah. When 19 when somebody says, Oh yeah, you know it's kind of an old house in 1970. And I was like, Oh, sounds good. Yeah, I was, I was like, I'm not going to have to be dealing with like, we literally just did a house where we, we had wanted to pull out a cavity to put a, an electric line in and we pulled it out. And when we opened up the wall, the plaster, the horsehair plaster, yeah. lathe board, like crazy old, there was no insulation in the wall. Of course. And I literally said to them, I go, we got to open up some more bays and see if that's the case. The entire place did not have a drop of insulation, except for where they put in the new windows around the new windows. (laughs) Of course. So, wow.
0: All right. Well then let's just close this one out talking about your exciting 2022. I'm guessing like me, you see opportunity in that commercial multifamily.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. I think, I think even in the even in the smaller stuff. So certainly in the bigger stuff, but, um, in the smaller stuff, I think, you know, the the threes, fours, five, sixes, I think there are going to be some opportunities there. I agree.
0: Yeah. It's that small mom and pop five to five to 20. That's where I've, that's where I've cut my teeth. That's where I've stayed. Um, so yeah, pretty cool. Well, this has been a lot of fun, Matt. Thank you for episode one. Sure. Thanks Mike. All right.